Hey, everybody. This is Keenan Brinson. This is Jarikus Collins. This is Matthew Grady, and welcome to the Glass We're House. We're not fam. using last names, y'all. We're not using Sorry. last names. Sorry, I mean that was my bad. That was my bad. Well, you said. What's up, everybody? I am Keenan. I'm Jarikas. And I'm Matthew, fam. Welcome to the Glass House Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is episode two. This is episode two. Thank you guys for hanging on in there. Thank you for our new followers. Thank you for our new listeners. Uh, We hope that this has been encouraging you guys and helping you guys in some way uh shape or form uh and then we're going to continue doing it so this show today is about friendships this 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 show is about the the value of friendships uh and you guys know the motto our uh the glass house is the transparent conversation about our raw realities covering topics of current events relationship building and spiritual spirituality so y'all come on in the house. Come on in the house. Let's talk. We're in the glass house. Come like on in the house. Like I said. Oh, come on. I will sing in this season. I will sing. Sing on this one. Listen. Listen, come on in the house. Take a seat. And we're gonna talk. So this episode here is the value of friendships. Yes, sir. The value of friendships. Um, myself, Matthew, and Jerikis, all of us are friends. We have been friends uh, for a couple of years now. Uh, yeah. We got connected to to each other, um, and, and we've we've been consistent friends. But uh, I would like to kind of talk about the seasons of friendships yeah. uh, because as as many years as we've been friends, a couple of years, I'll say maybe about collectively, maybe about five years or so, yeah. collectively. Um, yeah, uh, and and we have our seasons of friendships where you know sometimes we went to school in different places. Uh, you know, we we kind of branched out, but some way somehow we kind of always found ourselves back to each other, either so hanging good. out, uh, being in the same city, being in the same state. Uh, if we're in one of each other's cities, we we're always trying to make sure we can see each other, hang out with each other. Uh, so, but let's talk about those different uh, seasons of friendships where you know you have a friend and I know every every once in a while, y'all, like I have a close friend who's in the army and he's in Hawaii, right? So of course we don't talk a lot and we've been friends since high school, but when we talk, it's like we pick up right where we left off, right? Uh, so yeah. in those seasons of friendships, uh, and guys, you guys can go ahead and jump in and help me with this, uh, but in those seasons of friendships, how do you know when to drop a friend off or if this is a friend that I'm going to keep for a lifetime or for a, a longer season? Man. I love that. I agree. I think, I think, uh, and I think Carlos can add a bit of continuity to that, bro. Sometimes life is hard, you know? And, uh, and sometimes, I mean, we can keep it 100, man. Sometimes you don't really have a space for what friendships require, you know, uh, you guys are both in your master's programs and sometimes life and school in general is just hard at one time 
Well, you don't really have time to entertain. Hey, are you okay today? You know, hey, what's up? Let's hang out. You can't hang out every day. Right. So what friendships require, the demand of it in different seasons, you may not be able to give that, man. Uh, but I do believe how you treat people uh, is simply how you feel about them. You know, you may not be able to connect continually, uh, but when you do connect, you have to make it valuable. Collins? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and I think that, you know, it's important to realize um, when there's a season of mute and when you got yeah. to some folks. Uh, yeah. And, you know, I, I think there's a real thing on Instagram. They have this um, function where you can hide your story. Right. <laughs> it's the uh, hot story for me. I feel, and, and, I, and I feel like that's a real thing. Like, it's not that like I don't want to be your friend in this season, but it's like I, I just need a break. You know, um, I don't need you to be my critic right now. I need you to be, you know, a friend who's comforting. Because sometimes you need a friend who's a critic. Sometimes you need a friend who um, is, you know, as we would say, doing the most in the moment we don't want it. But yeah, that's um, good, bro. I, I do think an important thing in this is realizing that yeah, like. Um, you got to start, you know, valuing those friendships where even your friend understands, I'm going to put you on mute for a minute, you know, um, and I might not be as communicative. I might be dealing with my stuff. You might be dealing with your stuff. Um, yeah. And I think the value of friendships um, in many ways, like relationships, and I know we kind of talked about that last week, um, it's like barriers and like borders. Like there have to yeah. be barriers set, even in friendships. Yeah. Um, to yeah. let you know, to let that person know, like, listen, we friends, um, but I'm still a person. I still need to do me. Um, and if I feel like you're not allowing for me to do me right now, I'm going to have to put you on mute for a minute. It's And sometimes, sometimes uh, I think within our friendships, even with us, sometimes, guys, uh, sometimes we go on mute from each other and not intentionally at all. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Uh, but we respect the fact that, hey, we know individually we all have a lot of things going on. Uh, we all have, you know, jobs and school and relationships and family. We all have all. And then I think as you get older, you start to realize like, hey, I'm, we're getting older. You get what I'm saying? Every time yeah. you call that friend, they may not be able to answer. Um, so I think our friendship uh, we just respect that fact. Like, okay, hey, I may haven't heard from him in about a couple of days or so, but that doesn't mean I'm going to blow your phone up until you answer. Like, I just need to make sure you are right. I see you posting on Facebook or Instagram, so obviously you ain't dead. So, yeah. <laughs> so you know, I just want to make sure you are right or whatever. Um, and, and, and when I say that, I kind of want to say this, because uh, I was talking to a group of people a couple of days ago, and I during this time of COVID-19 and all of that, I truly believe that we are using the wrong terminology. Mm, you know, yeah. we, we, we learned from CDC that we should socially distance. Um, and I think that's the wrong terminology. I think what we need to do is, uh, what, what we're calling to do, of course, until COVID starts to die down for us or whatever, uh, it's physical distance. It's not social yeah. distance. You get what I'm saying? Uh, because this is why social media was even created in order for us to talk to each other, uh, you know, and be in two different cities or be in two different countries or whatever, you know, so you're yeah. physically distancing, but it doesn't mean that you can't email. It doesn't mean that you can't text, that you can't call, that you can't send a DM. You get what I'm saying? So 
no. you know, we have to keep, especially now when we're in home by ourselves or we may, we may not be around the same amount of people that we're used to being around. We have to be yeah. able to socially connect and keep in touch with each other with physically being away from each other. And I think no, that that's real. This, I think that's getting into this whole thing um, and this piece that I think we should touch on is the importance of communication. Um, and yeah, you're right. This time, it is so important that we are staying connected um, mm-hmm. because, you know, I, I think that what we're not realizing is that cases of depression and anxiety are going up. They are skyrocketing in this time. Yeah. Uh, you know, verbal abuse, um, uh, mental mental health issues are ra- are raising. Um, people people are having to be alone with themselves. It's not always a a, a thing to celebrate for a lot of folks. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. people being at home with their spouse. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of um, abuse happening in the home. You no know, children not being able to go to school. Um, mm-hmm. Them not having food to eat at home. Like there's there's so so there's a lot of things. There's a lot of reasons. Like Keenan has said, like for us to stay connected, um, yeah. really realizing that just a FaceTime, you know, just a phone call, you know, is yeah. is is like everything in these moments, um, right? More than what they have ever meant. More. Yeah. I mean, the thing the thing is, bro. None of us like we don't. All of us we don't talk every day. That we all, I think we all indirectly go through these seasons where we'll we'll talk every day for a minute, and then and then we'll talk like three times or four times a month, you know. And that is to me that's not inconsistency. Mm-hmm. You don't you're not inconsistent with people who you already know your place within their life. Let me come and right. get some of y'all. Some yeah. of y'all listen to this. The reason why you keep getting your feelings hurt is because you expect you expect too much from people who never gave you anything to get from the beginning. So I think the reason is most friendships are based on deposits, but never investments. And so we don't get a return on something that we never gave into. So I think that like, like for instance, like Keenan is going through a season right now where, you know, he's been praying and believing God for a particular opportunity. So we talk every day, partially because I want to hear every piece of the news that when the celebration comes to the end, when God finally gives him what he's been praying for, you know, I'm the kind of friend, like, I want to know what's up. Like, I want to celebrate yeah. you. I want to celebrate yeah. not just for you, but with, I want to, like, I got a new job. You know what I'm saying? Right, you right. And, uh, and I remember when Collins was getting ready to graduate from Morehouse, I was calling this man, like, every day. Like, bro, like, you excited, bro? You about to graduate from Morehouse? Like, I guess I'm that kind of friend that when one win, we all win. Right? Yeah. I think, yeah. I think when, and when you do that, communication kills assumptions. When you know yeah. where you stand with people, you don't have to keep checking on your place, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like yeah. so I think we all go through these seats. I mean, you would have thought I was graduating from Morehouse when Collins graduated from Morehouse. Right. What? I'm talking about I was hollering. <laughs> like, we, Keenan, you were there. We were there together. Like, I was hollering. I was, <laughs> I got videos on top of videos right now. You know, because when one way we think, all and I think we got to I think we got to pause there just to let our listeners know that uh, our friend was a part of the class. The class graduated debt free. Debt free. It's the debt free for me. It's the it's the announcement <laughs> for me. So we, right. So so we all even even though Jerikas was the only one graduating that day, 
we all got to hear that announcement. We all got to be in that same space and experience it. That like that confusion at first, but then that excitement because we were like, "Wait, yeah. what did he just say?" Uh, what that, run that back again. Run that back again. Right? <laughs> what did you say? Yeah, like, you know. And, uh, and, and I think I just want to add to that. Yeah, like and and even in that moment, my friends, my family. Yeah, yeah. their family, like Matthew's saying, and like Keener's saying, like if you know where you stand with somebody, you don't have to continue to like say that because they knew in that moment what happened there will affect our friendship forever. Yeah, because if I'm financially secure, right? If I'm good on my finances, then that means that if they ever need anything, I'm good. If we want to build something, we can build it. Right. Yeah. These are investments for friendships. So when you start thinking about this thing, like how, like like how are you valuing your friendships in a way that when those moments happen, yes, mm-hmm. let's all celebrate together because yeah. if you win, we ultimately will win. Right. Yeah. That's, that's so the good, thing, Colin. You yeah. Yeah. will win. You know. That's so yeah. good, bro. I think. I and think since, what's critical? Go ahead, Kenny. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say since we're being transparent, y'all. Uh, there was, y'all know, I'm, I'm, uh, I am engaged and about to be married. We see the pictures um, on the wall. We don't have to tell them. <laughs> for those of us, for those of us who are watching the playback on YouTube I'm, or whatever, like we see the photos, like we're like Facebook dude, live, whatever, like we see the photos, like we, we get I'm it. Try- <laughs> it's all around I'm the K. Try- if you want to be honest, it's all around the K. Like it's all around the K. Listen, we get it. <laughs> so, so in that, in that, in that space or whatever, um, you know, planning for a wedding and trying to make sure that, you know, all of your friends feel like they're included in your wedding and stuff like that. Making sure, you know, you invite a certain amount of people. But of course, with COVID-19 going on, everybody that I would love for to be there can't be there. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I, so that's perspective. Uh, but then, uh, so one of my, one of, one of my brother, who I call one of my closest, closest friends, my brother, uh, my barber, all of that good stuff. Uh, while I was in Savannah, who I co- hold close to me, kind of felt some type of way when he realized that he wasn't in my wedding, right? Uh, so I had a conversation with him. And basically, like like what we've been talking about, uh, basically I had to tell him, I was like, hey, bro, you're my brother. You get what I'm saying? It, you, you should know where you stand in my life. It doesn't matter. You get what I'm saying? I only have like four or five people um, that, that are going to be standing next to me or whatever. If I could have everybody, I would have anybody I could name. But I was, I had to tell him and have a conversation with him. Like, hey, bro, you're my brother. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And he said that himself. He was like, man, I'm your brother. I know where I stand in your life. I know where I stand as, you know, as your friend, as your brother. Um, and, you know, and if that means I just need to sit out in the congregation or whatever and just enjoy, I'm perfectly fine with that. And so I'm so glad we were able to have that conversation and just be like, hey, bro, you know, and, and that I think that's so imperative about what we're talking about. You got to just know, like, I know where I stand in your life. Right. So certain things that may come up or certain situations that may happen, I know where I stand. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to second guess, oh, well, do they really care about me? Or, oh, do they really want to talk to me today? Oh. And, you know, and... And I think even in relationships, that's so imperative. When you're just in a relationship, uh, in, in anything, as a son to a father, you, you have to know, like, listen, this is who I am to this person. 
this is, you know, this is what that means. This is what that entails or whatever. And you got to stand firm in that. You got to stand firm in that. Yeah. No, bro. It's been often said, man, that good friends are like stars. You don't always have to see them, but they're always there. You know, yeah. uh, all of us live thousands of miles away from each other. And someone's listening to this podcast thinking, how in the world can I get the kind of friendship you guys are talking about? And I think, number one, you need to know no friendship is perfect. Uh, but every friendship is valuable, right? Everything that has value, you don't immediately see it when it starts. But you shouldn't always have to notice it after it finishes. You better talk, Matthew Grady. I'm yeah. kidding. <laughs> but yeah, uh, sometimes, man, I think people don't understand the value of a friendship until they lose the friendship, right? Uh, I think Jesus. friendships are intentional, bro. Like, I'm not going to, they are, again, we've been, all of us have been friends for an extended amount of time. Like, we all have disagreed about things, right? Like, I think somebody creating a picket fence on here thinking, oh, my God, they have a perfect friendship, right? We all have had disagreements. But I can't say that any of us have ever fell out. Right. You know, you know what I'm saying? And right. think about fell out. Like, I can't think of all of it. I can't think of the time we fell out. We, we've disagreed about certain things because we're complex. Mm-hmm. We're human beings. We're all made and shaped differently. We're going to disagree about things, right? We've all have had seasons where we went, like, maybe two months without talking. But social media posting, yeah, some, by the way, some of y'all listen to this and y'all feelings too much. How come you don't respond to my text, but you've been on social media? I'm a grown man. Anyways, <laughs> but, uh, social media, social media, I can just jump on there and it reminded me he's okay. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He posted a status. He's straight. Don't be, don't be salty. I'm not going to like his status because he ain't text me in a month. He's engaged now. You know what I'm saying? Or he's, he's, he's at Yale now. Like, let right, him adjust right. to his life before he automatically adds you in the schedule. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So some of us, man, I think friendships require communication, as Colin says, but friendship requires patience. And friendship requires intentionality, man. Like, sometimes you got to have those deep talks. I'll tell you this quick story real quick, and I, and I want to keep going. Uh, by the way, if you listen to this podcast, don't be stingy with the with the with the uh, subscribing. Share this with somebody right now who's been yeah, flaking yeah. you out, and share this with somebody who you value. Right? <laughs> uh, uh, a few years ago, a pastor friend of mine told me something that was so strategic to friendship, bro. It's the simplest thing you get ready here. Um, he was he was really close to me. Uh, God bless him. He actually just passed away a few months ago. Uh, he was like a was like a godfather, like a father type figure in my life. He said something when he met me when I was in the 10th grade. He said, Matthew, you have a bad habit. I said, what is it? You know, when you're young, you really don't see the scope of things. He said, you have a bad habit. I said, what's that? He said, you have a bad habit of when you get new friends, you dump your old friends. And then when your new friends do you wrong, you run back to your old friend. Now, here's the thing. I really didn't notice that until I got older. That I don't do friendship as well. Now, 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 before, before you get off this podcast, what I'm simply suggesting <laughs> is that was rich. You have to stop. I think for me, I always would. And he said, his 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 some wisdom. He's tell me all the time. When you get new friends, you consume your life into that friendship that you stop making deposits into the people that's always been there. Absolutely. Does that make sense, y'all? Absolutely. So it's like. I would always get these new friends that I would meet and I would start hanging out with them more often. I would start, you know, spending more time with them and I would start texting them more and calling them more. And I wasn't intentionally dumping my old friends, but what I was giving signal and segue into was basically these people are better because they're shinier, Mm. right? Everything new ain't better. Like (laughs) 
And I know that from a certain season I just walked out of in my life. So maybe both of you guys can kind of speak to what is it like? And Keenan, you know, you're a perfect example of that as well. All both of you guys, man, what it's like to have longevity in friendship. Like some people, they have new friends like every five weeks, every five months. Like, and not we're not talking about relationships, but you got a new best friend. Like every 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 cycle, you got a new best friend. (laughs) Like, maybe both of you guys can speak to longevity, man. Yeah. No, I would say I would say definitely starting off, uh, for everybody that's listening to this, I'll tell y'all how this went. And I think Matthew's going to agree to this. Maybe 90, 95%, right? So, of co- all right, so let's just put it out there. All three of us are preachers, right? We're all yeah. preachers. We're all young, right? Okay. So, of course... Me and uh, me and Matthew, we're from the same exact city, same exact area, all that good stuff. Um, and we started preaching around the same time. So you got yeah. like all these young preachers or whatever in the city, da 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 da. And I honestly think when I started preaching and I started hearing about you know who Matthew was and da 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 da, I wanted to make a connection with Matthew, but I felt like there were so many people, both in his circle and mine that was like kind of playing us away from each other or yeah. playing us apart uh, until we a were girl, able to- A girl, a girl, a girl. <laughs> it was, it was, it was a girl. It was uh, even other people like, oh, well, I heard he said this and I a heard they said bro, that. A girl and a barber, right? <laughs> that, that's like, the way I preach, I preach. Woman in the like, so, yeah. so, so until, until we were able to really just kind of be around each other uh, and kind of see each other or whatever, we like start. We click. You what happened was we, actually it was some beef that got us connected. It was some beef that got us connected. I was at the Jacksonville Zoo, <laughs> and some. Uh, I mean, I'm not. I'm. I gonna put it like this. He showed up at somebody's church, y'all. I'm just gonna make it plain like that. I'm just gonna leave it like that. Beefing about a girl that he wasn't even dating at the time. Used to date. It's some drama that we'll talk about on the later episode. Yeah. And, and Keenan calls me. He's like, so so-and-so said you did so-and-so. I was like, I did, but I ain't got nothing with them. Keenan's like, well, I'm going to go deal with it. I'm going to go deal with it because money ain't not going to be in this. Because so, I don't play that. I'm strapped. I'm like, wait a minute. Because I'm all the way in Jacksonville thinking, this man crazy. So next thing you know, somebody called my phone. Hey, Keenan, that he's with church with a gun. I'm like, oh, 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 oh. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> y'all met? But no, no, that's not. That's not how <laughs> we get here. That is. No, that's, that's, how that's how we got cool. That's how we got. That's how we got it. Got cool. What happened was this is funny. Since we gonna talk about it, let's talk about it. What no, was, no, we get. We got. No, no, this is this ain't so long ago, so we yeah, can't go into it that deep. We go. We're not gonna go into it. What happened was there was. Like I said, it was a it was a circuit of young people, young preachers, all this there good was stuff a circuit, or whatever. Guy. There was a circuit. Uh, there, there was a, there was a at circuit. At the time, and I don't know what we got going the, on. At now. the time, it really was a circuit in the city where you know everybody kind of knew everybody, right? So of course, everybody was talking to or messing with the same kind of girls. Now, me myself, I'm not a I'm not a confrontational type person. Uh, and you know, before I started preaching, all that good stuff or whatever. Uh, you know, I'm I'm great. I'm good. I love the Lord, all that good stuff. But I also came from a place where, like, hey, let's let's go ahead and hash it out, get it done with, let's keep it moving. Um, 
and I did not go to anybody. I love the way I how to, I love the how anxious I, you are and nervous are you telling this story. I just I went this to the now. church to lead worship. That's what I was doing. Oh, okay. There was another guy in the in the in the same situation that came to the church. Uh, and and what, the rumor was, the rumor was, he had he had a firearm, right? Cool. You're That's so not uncomfortable right now. You're so uncomfortable right now. Nah, it is so because funny. I I could protect myself. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so so you know the situation happens. Da 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 da. And I finally like like Matthew says. I just called Matthew. I'm like, hey, bro, what's going on? You get what I'm saying? Because my name is in this. Your name is that. Da 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 da. We don't really need this. Not only for ourselves, but we don't need this to look bad on our community. And for the place that we're living, and we're trying to build certain things, um, so we kind of hashed that out, and then we we actually got really close after that, right? Me and Matthew got really really close after that, um, and then through Matthew, I met Jerikis, you know, and he was like, "Hey man, I got this guy coming. He's coming to my church to preach, or you know, he's one of my friends. We're going to the mall, and that's how how we all linked up." Yeah. And ever since then, we had just we had just been really really cool, being able to help each other, talk with each other, uh, talk through school, talk through sermons, talk through all that good stuff. So I know y'all listening, and y'all like, oh, these some messy preachers. <laughs> they gossiping. We, wow, we live, we live, like, and, we, now, and now we ride things through the mall together in these little <laughs> things. <laughs> right, right. You know, like that was a, we, we we have that was fun. Hope, you know what I'm Pre-COVID. I was pre-COVID. That clear. Yeah. Pre-COVID. 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 Man, we've had so many fun. We had so many fun things together outside of church, inside of yeah. church, uh, supporting one one another. Um, you know, if if somebody's preaching, we're there. You get what I'm saying? Like we are there, uh, and we can be there. We're there. So we you we built that friendship. And I was just thinking, I was like. And what, and what I started thinking about was when Matthew was like, you never know the value of a, a relationship or a friendship when you first get into it. Um, and yeah. I did not know uh, when me and Matthew were acquainted with each other, it was out of confusion, out of beef or whatever, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but I did not know then that this would actually be like a lifetime friend that I would gain yeah. from this. Uh, so yeah, man, you just, you never know. And I know people got crazy questions on how they got in relationships, how they got into uh, <laughs> friendships, all kind of stuff, man. So now my dog is barking. I hope y'all, y'all heard that right. Like, yeah, that, that's rude. That's very rude. Actually go ahead on Collins. Maybe you can help us with the, you know, maybe man, bro, maybe you can speak to also bro, the, the, uh, the loyalty and the longevity of friendships, man. Mm-hmm. You and I became friends. We both were in ROTC. And so we just saw each other on Facebook. <laughs> I'm not even gonna do that. Go ahead and talk. Now go ahead and talk. Go ahead and talk. Yeah, yeah. We we were both RTC. You know, RTC. two different cities. A battalion commander, different cities. You know, just doing our thing. You know, and you know, longevity in a friendship and being committed to that. I think that an important point to point out is that even when your friend tells you they're gonna do something in their life. Yeah. It's not happened that way. Yeah. Will you be faithful enough to be okay with that and to support whatever they do? That's not what they said they were going to do. So So Matthew were clear, we were going to the military, become officers in the military, make how do we get where we are now? You know, be married, have kids, all that, the ending. But we've taken different paths 
those paths that have not only, um, they're not only just different, but they're so transformative for our callings. Yeah. Um, So it's like, we can look back and say, wow, like if we would have went here, if we would have done that, like, wow, like what were we thinking about? What were we doing in that season? Um, And also saying, I'm your friend enough uh, to stand with you um, yeah. in transitions that I probably didn't understand in the moment, right? Yeah, um, that's good. And I think that's the real test of friendship uh, because sometimes we have this idea of who we want our friends to be in our yeah. lives, right? That it blocks their purpose, right? Yeah. And get preachy, but... but, it, but That's it's, okay. I like a little preachy every I, now and then. I can't stop Keenan from going to Texas. He, right. Well, if it was up to me, Reverend, he's bound for Texas. Yeah, bound for Texas. He's he's bound for Texas. So so there's something he got to do in Texas that's gonna bless him and his in his future wife. Right? Come on, Gethsemane. Come I, on, I'll dance. I need him to be in Texas as my. I love that, bro. Yeah, so that he can bless his family yeah. down the line. Like I'm going back to the point. It's gonna bless your friendship. Right? Yeah. Because if you can't thrive, then we can't thrive together. Right? That's good. That's good. Right. We pick our friends, real situations, sort them out. Yeah. You know? It'll uh, weave them. It'll weave them. It, it will. You're right. That's good. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. That's like, really good. That, 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 it, it's, it's not, it's being selfless enough to simply say, I need you as my friend but does not, doesn't mean I need your presence for you to have purpose. Mm. Presence is not just physical. We've learned that if we ain't learned nothing in 2020, we've learned how to be present while not being in attendance. Yeah. 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 Right? If we've learned nothing else in 2020, we've learned how to love people from a distance, how to love people with a long-handled spoon. We've learned how to love and to let go. Right. Yeah. If 2020 has taught us anything, <clears throat> it's taught us that life is short. We know that, bro. It's taught us that life can be changed in a matter of seconds. But 2020 gave us no better option but to communicate. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it, we can't travel. We can't go anywhere. You know what I'm saying? So all we can do is talk. And maybe y'all ain't going to keep it 100, but I'm going to keep it 100. I've talked to enough people this year to know some people, I just don't like that much. <laughs> okay, it's okay. It's okay. I, think, I felt, I think when, I felt when phony start, creep on the. I felt phony <laughs> keep on the podcast. No, when you start to weave through, like 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 you guys said, with those situations that weave out some of those people, or whatever, you start to. I don't want to get preachy, but you start to d- discern even through yeah. conversation. Like, yeah, I. I uh, <laughs> like, I mean, be honest. Some people, you like, I don't like you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, like, if you, I mean, be honest. If you've learned anything, I don't like you. Like, I mean, like, you've come to realize, like, you or know, maybe I don't we just, like you. you know, we're just not on the same level. We don't comprehend the same. You get what I'm saying? Right. Pray uh, for me. You... Pray for me. Pray for me. I just don't <laughs> think that real friendships require consistent fixing. Yeah, I I think when things yeah. I think when things break most of the time you should just let them stay broke. But watch this though; it doesn't require fixing, but it requires growth, right? That is yeah. why I love you. There, ah, 
Go ahead, Keenan. Keenan, stop clapping. This is podcast. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just I just thought about it. It's did you get a, a download from between, heaven? There's a difference between fixing <laughs> and maintenance, right? I'm there's, there's a difference. <laughs> there's a difference between it was a pronun- pronunciation of maintenance for me. I'll be honest with you. Maintenance. Down the word for me. Maintenance. It was a pronunciation of maintenance. I'm sorry. I know that was a serious moment, but it was maintenance. <laughs> there's a difference. There's a difference, y'all. I promise. There's a difference because something that you always have to fix. You get what I'm saying? Uh, if you have a car. You always, and something always going wrong, you got to get new brakes. You got to turn around and, and get a new water pump. You got to turn around and get a new radiator. You, get, you always got to fix on something. But when you get a newer car, there's maintenance checks that comes. Yeah. So there's, there's, stuff, there's certain things that's required. You, got yeah. to, you have to go and get that oil change. You have to go and get new tires. You got to go and get your tire pressure checked, stuff like that. So there's a difference between fixing stuff and then maintenance, because I hear somebody on, listening to us now, and it's like, well, I'm, I'm in this relationship, and I feel like uh, every couple of months we have to talk about A, B, and C, or we have to heighten our listening, or we have to heighten the way we speak to each other, or da-da-da-da-da. You get what I'm saying? And that happens in friendships, in relationships, but it does not mean that, hey, you keep hurting me, we got to keep fixing this. You get what I'm saying? We keep falling out. We got to keep fixing this. There's bro, a difference between bro, fixing and maintenance. Bro, the core the core yeah. is, bro, we haven't realized it yet, but we want more people in our life than who we actually need. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to leave that alone. Because, because, that alone. because we live for likes. We live for mm-hmm. We live to say we got this. And you we know, think those people like, are our friends. I hear, y'all, let, let me just be honest. Literally, like, I sit here and look at people like, wow, you really don't have purpose in your life. Like, and it's sad. I, I'm sad for you. You'll, I, I literally heard somebody literally tell me, I don't like such and such, but I'm going to keep them as my follower because I like followers. Right. What? Like, that's, that's, like, why? Like, I mean, what are you gaining from, you saying, I don't likes. like somebody. I want my likes. You want, I like yeah, my so, likes. Like, what's, okay, I don't like, I love that kind of, like, I don't like so-and-so but I'm going to keep them so I can have a follower. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? You're entertaining people. You're trying to impress people who ain't even watching you, who ain't even sending for you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, nobody even checking for you. They really but not you, paying attention. Discourse and dissertations about every aspect of your life, and that person ain't even checking for you no more. I, I think the core, when we really get into the nitty-gritty, I said it a few seconds, and I want to say it again because somebody – rewind the podcast and go speed it back up again. So let me back that thing up real quick. (laughs) Sometimes we need to realize that we want more people in our life than we actually need. Sometimes it's not working because they don't work with you. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make them wrong or it doesn't make you wrong. It just doesn't work. And guess what? That's okay. I've learned how to love people from across the street. And let them pay their own rent, right? It's the rent. And pay their own bills. Yeah. And pay their own water bill. <laughs> yeah. And no, that's real. That is so real. For real. That is so real. It has to. It has to be, bro. Because, like, Keenan, I want to go back to something you said, man. Uh, you talked about. You talked about growth. Like, 
we have all been friends too long to be lying to each other. Right. See, if, if you were watching and not listening to this podcast, I will pluck this screen right now. You know, like, we are all... See, here's the thing. You live to impress the people that don't know you. Because everybody... And so I'm not even going to do that. Everybody don't, everybody posts to be who ain't, don't worry about it. I'll get into that later. Anyways, I'll get to that later. So here's my thing. I think that at the core, if you ain't moved on and growing and developing in your friendships, then why are you friends? Some of you guys, we live to impress people for the sake of impressing them. At this point, after all these years of friendship, you know what's bad about me, what's good about me, what's not so good about me. Like, and then through time, you learn those things. If all you have to look back over five years and look around and see the stuff you brought each other and not the joy you brought to each other, then why were you in my life? Yeah. Right. And Friendships aren't wrapped up in just physical gifts alone. Yeah. At the moment you walk out of the store with a pair of new shoes, they become used. They automatically depreciate over time. Not five minutes. They depreciate the moment they hit your hand and the purchase has been made. The first thing they ask you when you return it is, have you worn this before? You can still say no, but the value from which you brought it is not the value you get when you return it. Right. But here's, but here's the real thing. Here, now, now, here's the real caviar that we don't pay attention to. They were used before you ever bought them. I love you. Because they've been tried on. I love oh! you. I love you. I love you, sir. I love you. I love you. You are a preacher, my friend. Right. And, but, but the reason why we desire people to try to treat us like we have not been, you know, tried on before in comparison yeah. to you, if we're going to keep that same analogy going, the reason why we want people to treat us and we want likes and we want this and that is because we never really realized um, the importance of really knowing um, yeah. that I'm never living for people, right? Um, yeah. If, 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 if I'm living to get likes, if I'm living to be, um, to have this idea that somebody appreciates me and I know they don't, right? Yeah. I know they don't care for me. If I'm doing that, that's because I'm not satisfied and fulfilled with just being who I am. I'm called to be a shoe, right? The shoe is not valuable because somebody's foot is in it. The shoe is valuable whether your foot is in it or not, right? A Ferragamo is going to be expensive whether you buy it or not, right? The Gucci is going to be expensive whether you put your foot in it or not. It's still going to be a Gucci shoe, right? Yeah, yeah. And we have not grasped the the value of us. So so that's why you send folks five five and six and seven texts. You know them folks don't want to talk to you. This is is the glass house. You are Gucci, right? (laughs) Come on now. You got value. You let people come to you and buy you. And then here's and now here's the real caveat. I'm gonna stop. And 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 if you realize your value, there's a lot of folks who can't even afford to even come and try you on. That's all. That's all. You're right, because everybody ain't walking into the Gucci store. I'm not. You gotta know who you are. I don't have a pair of Ferragamo. I'm sorry. I don't. <laughs> I've got a belt from Ferragamo. I brought it from the flea market, though. Oh, stop, man. <laughs> it's, stop, got the big man. Circles, it's got the big circles on it. The big circles. <laughs> nah, but that's, that's so good, man. That's so, that's so good, bro. And I think it's a, 
I think so. I think self worth has a lot to do with collective worth, right? Uh, you know, man, friendship friendship isn't one big thing; it's a million little things. Like, you know, um, and how you view that, bro. It's not again. It's not about what you can do for me. It's about you recognizing what's happening through me. Uh, I would say, specifically, yeah. when you're listening to this podcast, we're on a different seasons of our lives. Not just we live in different places, but I realized these this last month of my life, I've needed a reminder of what friendship looked like. Mm. And I would say, man, to you guys both, and you know, I would say this on our podcast now. I appreciate you both for being here, not for me to cry, but for being here as a reminder of what what uh uniqueness and what genuine concern feels like you know uh because sometimes we can be missing that and though you guys are not here physically as a friend we have bonded even so the more and you know collins could have had a i told you so moment if you want to be honest about it but instead he's like you know what's next for you and i think that's essentially important man is that you've got to have friends who ask you consistently, what's next? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, a friend basically, man, is someone who overlooks your broken fence and admires the flowers in the garden. So yeah, That's good. That's, what I, that's, that's good. What yeah. You. No, man, that's really good. That's really good. A friend, a friend is somebody who's going to help you uh, through, through any moment in life, man. Um, uh, I was talking to my leader, uh, my bishop, matter of fact, yesterday, and um, Jerikis, uh, um, you know, Bishop Hall uh, and and Bishop uh, Hodges were best friends. So I was talking to Bishop Hodges yesterday, and um, and he told me something. He said, man, listen, he said, man, Steve was the friend who I could call, and he would say, you were wrong. And this is what you need to do to fix it. Right? Uh, yeah. and, and when he said that, I was like, wow. I, I instantly started thinking about you guys or whatever. Like, you know, like we're we're transparent with one another to be able to say, listen, you know, uh, there's something that I need to talk to you about that I really can't talk to nobody else about right now at the moment or whatever. And you let me know. Like, I we have to come to each other and say, listen. I, this is what I did. This is what I'm thinking I'm going to do or whatever. And yeah. you let me, let me know, help me. You get what I'm saying? And, and on our end, on our end, when we ask that question, we have to be able to receive it and then say, okay, you know what? You may be right. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I know you wouldn't be telling me this to hurt me. I know you wouldn't be telling me this to, to, you know, backstab me or, anything like that but i know you're telling me this out of genuineness uh genuineness to help me so yeah yeah i think lastly man i know somebody's like lastly yeah lastly we've been on here a minute right somebody like lastly yeah lastly uh but hopefully man you guys are enjoying this podcast man i think i think we need to deal with and and i i know i know i know you guys are like what i'm about to say this the i know yes we need to deal with this at some point you've got to learn to trust the people you give your time to. 
I was reading a book recently, uh, Pastor Michael Todd's book called Relationship Goals. Great book, right? He said something so good in the book, like, you know, that was good to me. He said, trust is lost in buckets and gained in drips. Like, you can lose a lot of trust at one time, but you Mm -hmm. can regain the trust slowly (laughs) again. And so... I, I think one thing that works for us, man, is we've learned to trust each other, right? And not only trust each other with your vulnerable places, but trust each other with your secrets. I'm getting ready to free six people who get ready to watch the playback on this thing. I'm going to free you real quick. Your friends, right. your friends who aren't my friends should know my business, number one. But your friends who are my friends, who I didn't tell my business to, shouldn't know my business. Thank you. That's all I got. Yeah. And, and that's also another thing of friendship. Don't be calling nobody telling them what I told you nothing. I ain't said nothing. So when somebody <laughs> asks me, such and such, with such and such, I ain't said nothing. Listen, if I, if I, listen, listen. Dollars is the funniest one. I'm telling you. No, seriously. <laughs> Whoever is listening, if you, and if you guys know Jerikis, he is that person. <laughs> if you tell him something and you don't want it to be said, I mean, even if you do want it to be said, I mean, if you don't tell him, all right, Jerikis, you can tell other people this, he ain't going to say it. I'm gonna tell he ain't, I don't know nothing. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> is that, but that's, that's, that's so, but I mean, that's, that's that's something. It's crazy because nowadays it's rare that we find that in people. Um, but to to really gain that trust and hold on to that trust of your friends of whoever your peers or whatever, you have to be like that. Like, it, first of all, I'm not gonna lie. Half of the stuff that y'all may share with me, probably about a week or two after, I probably don't forgot it anyway. <laughs> but but unless it's something super duper serious. Uh, but yeah. no, if anybody else comes to to you about what a friend has done or what a friend has said or whatever, even and they have confiding in you, I have not, I don't have nothing to say to you. Yeah. You get yeah. what I'm saying? And we have to learn. Yeah, we got to learn. How to keep I, I, know I know people say that as a cliche, trust is everything, but trust is everything. We live our lives off of trust. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we're all a Christian. We, we have this sense of hope and sense of joy that we get the opportunity to retell the greatest story that's ever been told. And I mean, I, I'm sorry to minimize it this way, but we persuade people to follow a man they've never seen before. Yeah. We're the convincers of blind trust. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and the last thing I need to do is to have a sightless trust in a sovereign savior and have a visual presentation of people who I still can't believe in. I need, if, if I'm going to see you, at least let me trust you. Because every day I get up, I got to trust in him who I don't see. To believe that he still has the world in his hands. We got to end you know, it. We, so, got to, we got to go. So, we got to go. So for me. something shifted. I feel something so shifted. My, 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 my. Yeshua is here for, for me. Yeshua. <laughs> for me. Shout out I, I gotta trust a human. I gotta trust another human being. Because if not, I'll keep losing my mind and trying to trust somebody who I'm not sure always talks to me the way he talked to me the last time before. All we got is each other. 
and you and you know, and like what Grady is saying, we got to go. But you know if somebody is your real friend, right? Watch, watch how people act when you say stuff and when you do stuff. And when something oh, yeah. happens to you, they real quiet, right? But when something happened, somebody else say something, they the first ones to talk. Watch that, right? Watch that. Because now, 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 at the end of the day, if you notice that, you just gotta, you just got to secretly cut them off. You ain't even gotta let them know, right? But you can't waste your time on people that won't give you the time of day. Every exit doesn't require an explanation. No. We go. You know I'm saying so, like, that I mean, we, we don't even need to discuss trust for so long. Because at this point, if you got people in your life who you don't trust, I mean, like, let me, let me, let me just put, let me, let me free three people at this moment. If I only told you something, <laughs> and somebody else is repeating it, Jesus ain't told him. You did. So stop acting ignorant to the fact I don't know how they find out. Negro, you said something. So I I don't even, here's the thing. I don't even have to step to you about it. Because at this point, I know where we stand. You ought to be man or woman enough to come to me and say, yeah, bro, I slipped up. Or yeah, bro, I said that. I don't need to be coming to you about my business you told somebody. You need to be coming to me. I think that's what people got it backwards. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you call, I mean, don't, don't even make me go there right now. Like, you, you acting oblivious. Like, I don't know how they, no, see, I didn't mean it. I, let me tell you how, I didn't mean it like that. How you meant it? You meant to tell my business. That's how you meant it. You meant to and you did it. You know what I'm saying? Like, how you meant how, how else, I'm from Savannah. How else you meant it? You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, like, you know, I'm confused. Like, you know, we, we shouldn't even, like, trust shouldn't even be a factor, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? We all have been friends too long to be debating if we trust each other. Yeah. <laughs> saying? Like, it's just, it's just, it's a non-negotiable. Like, I can't have people in my life who I've not learned to trust. And I can't have people in my life where I have to keep questioning if I can trust them or not. Mm. Grandma said it best. If they're still there, kill. If they kill, they cheat. cheat. <laughs> That's it. Cheat down. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So however it goes, like, you know what I'm saying? One behavior eventually follows the other. And, and what you'll realize is you'll look at the latter, you'll, you'll get 50, 60, 70 if the Lord lets you live that long. And you look back at your life and realize you never had a friend that stayed past two years. Not because the deficiency mm. was in them, because it was in you. And you realize you got nobody. You got nothing. You know, you got people who got money but no happiness because they got nobody. You, now you see why we have people who got millions and millions of dollars, billions of dollars, and they leave their money to animal shelters. They leave their money to, to refugees. You know what I'm saying? They leave their money. And I always wonder, bro, they ain't got no family or friends they can leave their money to? Mm. You know what I'm saying? They leave their estates to dogs. That dog needs some love too, but they don't, need, they don't need that much money. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, the question is, did you really allow people to be there for you? Wow. Yeah. Were you somebody, most importantly, were you somebody who wasn't impossible to love? Because some of y'all make loving you too hard. Like, some of y'all lie too much. You need a special kind of friend to be your friend. Yeah. Like, you know, some, of y'all, some of y'all be calling making up stories for clout. You need a special kind of person to be your friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
And some of you guys are trying. And if you are, man, I pray you have friends like we're friends and we're not perfect friends to each other. Uh, but I know one thing, bro. I know one thing. I know one thing. If, if I need these two people on this podcast, I can depend on them, not because they told me, but they yeah. showed me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm, just save the words for me. It's going to be the saving the words for me. You, you either is or you ain't. I'm from Savannah. You is or you ain't. You know what I'm saying? Like, at this point, we either ride or we die. You know what I'm saying? We ride together, we die together. Bad boys for life. But I this this was good. It almost made me want to do a part two, Don. Really? Yeah. Really. Part two. Uh, but not thank y'all for listening to the Glass House podcast. If you have enjoyed this podcast, whether you're listening to if you're listening on Spotify, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, if you are listening on Anchor, whatever means in which if you're listening on Quake. Whatever means in which you are listening to this podcast, maybe we're streaming it live on Facebook. Maybe you're watching a replay on Facebook. Maybe you're watching on YouTube. Wherever you are, do us a quick favor. We're not asking for your money. We're not asking for your gifts. We're asking for one thing only, and that is if what we have been saying to you and through our conversations is helping you, we ask you to share it with somebody. That's it. Share it with three people, maybe five people, who you believe these kind of conversations are critical for in their everyday life. We are so thankful. We are so glad that you have decided to join us. We put in work to do these podcasts. Most importantly, we'll allow ourselves to be rolling transparent. So until next time, come on in the house. Invite somebody to the house. I am Matthew, fam. I'm Keenan. And I'm Jarikis. And y'all have... Thank you for listening to the Glass House <laughs> Podcast. Peace. And, uh, peace out. Peace out.